Hello, everyone. This is Joe Kirkner from the Animal Advocates of South Central PA, and I am joined with John Beck and Hamir. And we're here to talk about Hamir's restaurant, veganism, and as part of the Animal Advocates' mission to promote a more compassionate world, just get the word out there about all the great things going on in our community. So, hi, John. Hi, Amir. How's it going? Hello. Hey, thank you. Hello, gentlemen. Thank you for having me here today. It's our pleasure. Amir, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started at your restaurant in York? Sure, absolutely. It started as a cooking for a cause. A friend of mine, uh, a very good friend of mine, uh, name is, her name is Denise Gilliland. She was uh, diagnosed with breast cancer about six and a half years ago. And it's, uh, I didn't, uh, it was just a, I'm a foodie actually. So, um, you know, it's, I'm a self-made, self-taught chef as well. This is what brought my cooking skill forward. And just like everybody else, uh, I um, was getting tired of the same flavors presented everywhere else. I just wanted to bring something forward, uh, something unique, something intense, uh, flavorful for everyone. So I was dabbling a little bit here and there in cooking, food food network channels, researching recipes. So uh, one day, um, a friend of mine was diagnosed with breast cancer. And a month later, actually, my sister-in-law, was also diagnosed with breast cancer, breast cancer. So I went to them, and then I, I said, what can I do to help? How can I help out? You know, can we raise awareness? Uh, what can I do when uh, Denise, you know, she used to come to my sister-in-law to um, every now and then to visit, and she tried my food, and she always says, maybe we should open a restaurant. I said, yeah, sure. <laughs> sure, okay. And when this happened to her, she said, maybe you have a passion for cooking. Why don't we do cooking for a cause? So we did that. She invited 12 individual uh, friends of hers to her home, and we did the whole spread out. Um, and then the money we generated from that, the revenue was donated to Pink Chapter for a breast cancer charity. And then uh, some of you may already had my very first recipe from there. Some of you may already had it, coconut curry. So that's how it all started out. And then from there on, a lot of people, the 12 individual uh, friends that she invited were very interested in um, having me offer some more dishes. So I started uh, creating some more dishes. I became friends with a few of the ladies there. And then uh, whenever I created the recipes, it went through sampling through the process with a few of the friends there. And then once I got a green, green light from everyone, it became a recipe for the book for future use. So what I started doing is I used to work for a fast food chain back then. And for 10 years, I did. So on a day off, I would create a recipe and then... Um, I would sample it out and then also put it on the Facebook. Okay, this week's special is coconut curry. Whoever uh, people would message me and say, hey, you know, can you deliver to, to my house so-and-so day? I said, sure, absolutely. So word grew in the community as I delivered from home to home. It was a home base started out. You know, I practice food safety at home. Um, as any business that, uh, that are ex- existing, most start out from either garage or from home. And this is one of the business started out that way and uh, help from many, many supporters, such as yourself, guys. And I continue to, uh, to thrive through the support. And when I, uh, when I think of myself, am I in the restaurant business? I am not, actually. I'm in the people business. That's amazing. I'm here to serve the guest. And that's how I look at things. That's how I uh, conduct my business. And that's how it started out. And then and the, and the word grew in the community. Taste test came along. I gave it an opportunity to gauge the business, and there's a demand for it. And then something else that I uh, offer on uh, on a regular day basis, as uh, we, we've talked earlier, is the table visits that I do. And that brings forward even more connection with the guest and, and their uh, interest in what they're looking for, forward to coming to the restaurant for. And then I, I create recipes based on that. So it's a lot of things that happened uh, six and a half years ago that brought me forward here. Just a passion for cooking and for flavors, introducing unique flavors, different processing, unique 
and forwarding uh, and bring, bring forward different flavors. And that's what I enjoy. One of the reasons we have you on the show is that when people ask, what's a good vegan restaurant in York or I'm vegan, mm-hmm. where can I go for a good meal? There's a mm-hmm. short list of places that people always throw out there, and Hamir's is at the top of that list as one of the best mm-hmm. places to go for a unique vegan meal that's not just a salad or another veggie burger or something like that, but actual really mm-hmm. good food that happens to be vegan. Mm-hmm. So can you talk mm-hmm. a little bit about the vegan options you have Absolutely. and your thoughts on it and any other insights into your vegan practices Absolutely. at your restaurant? Absolutely. Um, so as I said earlier, you know, I think of it myself as in, I'm in the people business and their needs. So in the beginning stages of the restaurant, Hamir's uh, Indian Fusion, uh, about two and a half years ago when we opened in downtown, all the recipes were made, you know, typical Indian um, base. Instead of oil, it's clarified butter. You know, it's standard in, in Indian terms called ghee. So that's what's used in my recipes as a base in uh, sauteing onions, uh, rest of the spice blends. As I visited more tables, there were, there were actually requests for vegan options. So I changed my entire way of rethinking the base of the recipes. Okay. And I um, and I cut out the clarified butter, and I just use canola oil, okay. and I still bring forward special flavors. It's just how you create the flavors with it. It, it does. It doesn't matter what you use. It's, it's the flavoring, the spices that you use. Mm. But I've I've gotten more grasp of learning how to use those spices and have more sense now as I grow myself. And then so I've changed the recipe to cater to everyone as a base. So most of my dishes are vegan. Most of them are. 99% of the dishes that I offer are vegan. Even the tikka masala sauce, I used to use cream in it to finish. Traditionally, it's cream-based. Mm-hmm. I use coconut milk now. So as, as the last vegan night we, ha- we had, I tried the tikka in, in, with, made with coconut milk, so it's vegan now. It doesn't compromise any flavors. So most of the dishes are flavors. I cater to what, what everyone is saying, even the gluten-free. So when I think of a recipe, if anything that I make, okay, is it, can I create it first vegan? Can I create it and make it gluten-free? And there, on slowly, I build the base upon it. Certain things I have to have certain items in it, but those are that's the thinking I go forward when I create a base of a recipe. That's amazing. And I and use use fresh spices, ingredients, even the seeds, the coriander powder, cumin powder. It's not a store store bought. I have seeds I grind. I dry roast them. And I grind the seeds and oh, I make wow. it per batch. And I, I do not overstock anything. I, I grind it. Per batch. That's incredible. And therefore, the preparation and that therefore the preparation takes a little longer than usual. A typical Indian restaurant, the way a typical Indian restaurant operates, and I wish everyone a success. Absolutely, it's a different uh, operation uh, method they use. It's just like Italian restaurant. They probably have the base gravies or sauces. So for Indians, it's one is tomato-based sauce with spices in it, and one is onion-based sauce, and then they use that with other dry spices to create their bases. So, so what I found out from visiting many restaurants and over the time uh, before getting into cooking is not only the dishes taste the same, uh, they, they look the same as well. So I, I wanted to break that mold and then I wanted to create a dishes, each of my dishes, I, I not to repeat the flavors in it, individual flavors in each of the dishes. So therefore the base is completely different. I don't have any sauces that I use as a base, but it's everything is created with its own base. Therefore the preparation takes a longer time. And that's something that, that I wanted to bring forward. And freshness as well, and unique flavors. It brings forward unique flavors as well. You mentioned vegan nights at Hamir's. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Any other specific interactions you have with the vegan community? 
Absolutely. And then a um, friend of ours, uh, Anna, uh, John, uh, she's the one that approached me uh, with having a vegan um, event. I didn't know much about it. Um, as I, I learned as well, what is our community is, is comprised of mm-hmm. um, in, in flavors profile and, and also the health benefit that it brings forward. I started thinking and therefore I started immediately creating recipes based on that. And it took me a little while when she before she approached me because I, I, I just can't bring anything forward just like that. It has to have flavors to it. it. It has to be at least decent for me to even sample it out and then bring forward so everyone can enjoy. And then it just, food brings people together. It brings community together. And there's a huge amount of, I, I learned there's a huge amount of vegan community where we are and from everywhere. The vegan night brings forward uh, people from everywhere, Harrisburg, Lancaster, uh, Hanover, as we've seen in vegan nights, they've been successful bringing that forward. And then, and, and, and it, it just interacting with our guests, communicating with them, see what, what are they looking for? What makes them happy? And it's all about guests and their experience. And therefore, I, I even energizes me to bring forward certain things for certain guests. And that's, it's, it's all about, it's all about that, you know, learning our vegan community. The fair you have, uh, the vegan um, fair at the Council Park. Oh, yes, Veg Fest. I haven't had a chance to be there because I'm always at the restaurant. But but you but, did cater it, and it was delicious. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much no, for absolutely. that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it, it's just helping out, you know. It's people helping people. That's it. It's all about that end of the day. It, that's all that matters to me, people helping people. It is not – look, I'm – you know, it started as a as, as a cooking show for a friend of mine, and done many cooking shows even after that for many charities. So the foundation of my business is for giving and caring. And it's money did not bring me to the restaurant. Money is not on my list. It is about people. How do you care for them? What makes you happy? It's all about people. So money is not on my list. I'm not there for money aspect. It is not. It is not. I bring forward unique experience. Bring forward special interest. For example, vegan community, mm-hmm. tell me more and more about, you know, what you would like to, what interests you as far as vegetables-wise, the flavors you're looking for, different things that I can do. If I can incorporate it in my daily routine, I would be more than happy to sample it out, bring it forward, bring yeah. it forward to them. It's, it's, it, is, it is healthy. Look, I, I'm telling you, I, I, you know, I enjoy all the cuisines, um, every kind of food. And slowly but sure, surely, I'm, I'm, I'm leaning more towards the vegetarian side as well. And I enjoy that, actually. It's healthy. You know, as as I found out, as I'm getting older, you know what what benefits my my body. So I, I understand, I get it. Believe me, I get it. That's amazing. And then um, and you know, just more and more requests, and more and more attendance we get for vegan event encourages me to bring forward more more items, more flavorful items, unique things that's not seen anywhere. I try and offer that. Yeah, I, so, I, it, it's ama- It's it's. I'm glad you brought that up. That how you try and make things unique, and I love that it's a fusion thing because you do that. I mean, you've done. I know Joe is going to be like uh, about this, but your Alfredo is amazing. Like it's like it, oh, thank you. I I love what you've done with that because, and it's something I never even thought of even trying to do how you right. do it, and it's just, <laughs> yeah. it's so good. And I, I I love that you add vegetables to it, and it's not just some bland plate of pasta like you actually put effort into it and i oh, i just all of your food is amazing but but i just i just i love that you actually challenge yourself and you actually like do go out and try and find these things that make things your food taste so oh, good. absolutely john says that because uh 
He always just talks about pasta every time he talks about food. So, because <laughs> I'm a pastatarian, <laughs> so I always have to bust his chops. Nothing. Again, I'm sure I'm not a big pasta guy, so I always go for the other things. But I'm sure that dish is as good as he says. Yeah, but I mean, all of your food is good. But I, I, I love that, and I love those Brussels sprouts are incredible. Your potato flats. I could go down the whole menu and just. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just I, I love that you actually that you just mentioned that you put so much effort into it because you can tell I mean in every bite you can tell there, that you challenge yourself and it's it's so good yeah absolutely look uh, you know there's there's no reason to compromise the flavors in anything anything you do there's there's no reason for that there's, there's so many flavors you can incorporate you know and I, I Indianize a little bit as well with different things in Indian and Thai Indian and Chinese Indian and Italy mm-hmm. and then, and then it's it's you know, just cutting out some of the some of the items, uh, you can form a wonderful, delicious vegan meal out of it. Mm-hmm. And why not? Why why even compromise the flavors where you can add other things to bring forward yep. other unique flavors, create a new recipe that benefits everybody. When I serve the Alfredos in a different form, people you know they'll they'll think it's Alfredo, but once I tell them it's vegan Alfredo, it's like oh my goodness, I did not know that, <laughs> and then it, and, and they enjoy the benefits of it. I enjoyed, I enjoyed, absolutely enjoyed cooking. I, I enjoyed. Cooking with coconut milk—that's mm. automatically vegan, and it, it, right. I, I, I just love cooking with coconut milk. So <laughs> it just adds, adds another benefit. Yeah, and it's so versatile too. That's the best part about it. But oh, absolutely. Another thing I want to bring up too is you—you you brought up how you're about the community and you're so compassionate and everything like that. And absolutely true. I I love that about you. Is I had brought this up earlier that uh, you actually come out from working and to just to come out to talk to everybody while they're eating, just to check up on everybody. And I, I love that, how you actually like come out and communicate to everybody, even if it's Thank a you. crazy busy night, like you're still out there when you get a chance to come out and talk to everyone. And I, that's one of my favorite things about your restaurant is you actually like care about your patrons. And I just, I love that because nobody Absolutely. else really does that. I appreciate it. Well, Thank that. you. It's, I think it's, it's the right thing to do. Um, you, know, you go out and you visit, you talk to your guest. It's the same way when, you know, I, I, I think of it this way. Um, and the reason I, I, I wanted to create that format is of, of dining, a unique experience is, let's think of it this way. When we have a, a holidays, Christmas, Thanksgiving, when family come over, comes over, if, if children, the kids come over, and then entire families here dining, that's the experience I want to create, special experience each and every day for each and every guest, as often as possible that I can I can create. And it, it food, it brings people together food brings community together and Absolutely. that's what i wanted to do and you cater to food cater to the community and their needs and then that's that's how i think of it how i think of it it's to give a unique experience and if you do everything right money money part will follow so it's not even on the list just do the things right in and out with your heart and soul give it your all that's all i'm asking and i encouraged other other restaurants if if possible, whatever, in a timely manner, if it's an absentee owners, uh, bring your chefs out to talk to your guests. They would enjoy it, you know, to see who created the meal and get feedback. And I, I look at it this way. Any feedback, I can only get better from that. I can only get better. Absolutely. And that's how I look at it. And that's what I look forward to. And and one thing I'll, I'll, I'll even, well, I'll, I'll reveal it right now. I'll, I'll tell you guys, you guys will not even believe if I say so. Stepping out of the box to me is this, doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm nervous. I'm stepping out of the box, but right. it's something new that that skill that I have to develop. But, you know, and, and it's the same thing. You made me feel comfortable doing this, oh, and I thank you. Thank you. You know, each day you will not believe me, believe, but, but 
this is the honest truth. Each day that I go out and visit a table, I am still nervous. <laughs> Believe it or not, I am still nervous. It's amazing that you do that, though. I, and I'm glad you actually challenge yourself to go out there and do that. Because no, I, I have oh. I have stage fright as well, and I still go out there. You know, I do free hugs. So like, even that is like. I prepare myself for that every day because when I do that, because yeah. it's I have that same anxiety, so I, I totally get that. <laughs> yeah, and, and what's when you when I make a table visit, what's what's priceless to me is I can't describe the feeling. It's just to see the smile on our guests yeah. when they eat the food, and then you start communicating with them, and then it's the nervousness goes away, and then you feel comfortable. Absolutely, and it just you know whenever I'm tired during the day. As soon as I go out and talk to the guest, it energizes me. Absolutely. It energizes me. And I love that, actually. And then I feel comfortable. Then I start making more and more visits. So it's to this day, I'm still nervous talking to them, <laughs> meeting new, new people, and then just making them make sure that they're comfortable. Once I feel that they're comfortable, they're enjoying it, then I feel comfortable myself. And anything, if anytime that anybody is dissatisfied with anything, you know, we'll replace it right away. Here you go. Please, on us. Noticed and, and appreciated it. by everybody. And so I hope you keep doing that. And there's just, I have a couple questions. I actually sure. spoke with an individual who was from India as well. And mm-hmm. she was telling me a little bit mm-hmm. about veganism within the Indian culture. And mm-hmm. she was saying that vegetarianism in India is mm-hmm. fairly easy to practice. But veganism is a whole other hurdle to jump. Could you shed a little mm-hmm. more insight or your thoughts on veganism within Indian culture? Yeah, I, th- I think it's, it's, it's a hurdle because uh, it's more of a dairy base in, in India, more rural farm base. So um, it, it, it'll be a hurdle. But as, as people find out uh, certain benefits are, are there, the health benefits, then slowly but surely it will gradually, will, hopefully it will pick up in, in, in lifestyle changes and, and health benefits also. So the one step forward I, I, I definitely do like it's, okay, that's one step up from our, your regular is plant-based, vegetarian. And from there to vegan, so it's that's step, taking a step from uh, from vegetarian to vegan. It's not a big step. It's just cutting out a couple of things here and there, and then you're there. So it, it's it's not much of a hurdle from there. So I, I think it's it's just the way. Uh, like I said, it's dairy based. It's not a rural farm base. So they have cattle. They rely on uh, on dairies um, and the cooking process as well that they use. I said clarified butter is the most commonly used from generations. I mean, from centuries. So it, it, it'll be a, a process, but it will it will continue. It, it you know it's the hurdle from one step to the above. It's it's not a big challenge. So hoping it would happen. As you were mentioning earlier in the show, you just make a couple of switches, and a lot of it's still right there. And then you're not taking mm-hmm. away; you're actually adding to a lot right. of your recipes. Oh, absolutely. And it's once once you know the flavors are there you, without compromising anything, it's easy to create those recipes, vegan recipes. So once you add the same flavor to it, if I if I do a testing between, um, you know, let's say clarified butter recipe and, and sauteing something with oil-based recipe, people will know the difference in that. So it's it's easier it's easy to create those recipes and vegan recipes from it, as long as you you keep those same flavors and you introduce a little bit intense in flavor, so it doesn't compromise the flavors. It adds the benefits to it. So if it adds the benefits to it, if it adds the health benefits to it, why not? Why not? I like to highlight how important what you do is, both for vegan movement, because one of the biggest problems in the vegan movement is people become vegan for great reasons, whether it's health, the animals, the environment, whatever is their right, preference. Right. But then right. a lot of times they stop being vegan because they live in a non-vegan world where options aren't around. They don't feel right. welcome. They don't feel like they have the same opportunities as people who basically just eat whatever they want. And your mm-hmm. restaurant is a 
great way to both not just accommodate them no one wants to feel like they're a burden but almost embrace Mm -hmm. them and really make them feel like they're part of a community by bringing other vegans in there as well and showing that there's other vegans out there there's great food you can take your non-vegan friends here too and it's really a great way you can make sure veganism is a sustainable part of your life and our community so i think what you're doing is great well thank you it's it's the same thing you know it's it's part of the community so why not do something that everybody benefits from. Another thing I want to bring up is you also said how you were thinking outside the box and, and you're absolutely right about that too, because all these, you know, all these uh, restaurants right now are closed and they can't really operate because of the situation going on, but Mm -hmm. you have managed to get through that and you're still actually catering to people. And it seems like you're doing really well and it's amazing how you're, you're able to handle that. Oh, absolutely. So far, we're truly blessed with uh, the business that we're getting um, since um, March, middle of March, that the virus has uh, brought our attention to. So we've been thriving so far, delivering to neighborhoods, uh, straight to people. If somebody's, if they're afraid to come out, we'll take the food to them. Contactless delivery, we'll take the food to them. You know, so they they they, they benefit from that uh, as well. And it's just uh, it's the same thing. You know, what makes us successful is what everybody has done for us. I just cook the way it's supposed supposed to be done, fresh, flavorful, with keeping people in mind. But the true success comes from the supporters, people that are supported us. Mm -hmm. And I thank each and every one of them. So I don't think myself of doing anything special, but just continue what I do. Community stores around us, you guys, when you visit the restaurant so many times, it's it's the support you bring forward. Oh, yeah. And that's what keeps us going. That's what kept us going throughout, making it successful. And and it's, it's because of that, it encourages us to bring forward special things, create, be, be more creative. So I, I, I thank each and every one of you for that. <laughs> well, we, I don't take success for anything. It's just you are the one that made me who I am today. So I thank you. Well, we thank you because you actually do it. And it, it's we, we just we love what you're doing. So. so what plans do you have coming up in the next few months, Amir? Actually, uh, see, right now it's, it's our, our business um, you know, our prep time, our business model has, has changed because of carryout. And where we used to have a downtime when we were a sit-down restaurant back in the days, you know, mm-hmm. you know, downtime used to be after lunchtime from 2.30 to maybe 5.30. We used to do a lot of prep in undisturbed. Now it's 3 o'clock, the order starts, so everything has to come off the stove, the big pots, just mm-hmm. so we can start sauteing. So it keeps us busy now, too. Yeah, so just create, find, find different different way of creating new new recipes is, uh, is is challenging to bring forward special we used to bring forward specials every single almost even on a daily basis but it, it would it keeps us challenging so hopefully i mean you know, i'm finding a different way of working things out to use uh, different ingredients or combinations of certain things that we already have to bring forward certain things and that's what i'm working on right now in in the future hopefully you know if we're allowed to um reopen a restaurant with limited uh, occupancy of course, we'll do it safely uh, with um, everyone's safety in mind. So hopefully it will give us a little bit of time to bring forward new things. Um, I do want to develop my sauces, actually, uh, in the bottle. We already have one called Fairy Fairy Sauce, which is also vegan, actually, and gluten-free. So, um, you know, it's a sauce that you've seen on potato flats uh, and our sauté vegetables. So it's as many uses. So those are the things I want to bring forward. I want to focus on, this, on, on the bottles of the sauces where you can just have it in a cabinet it's ready to use so um if it saves time on certain days uh, if your life is busy here you go just open a bottle of sauce add vegetables of your choice here you go you have a wonderful gourmet meal so I'm, and that's the future I'm, I'm thinking of 
more and more sauces slowly but surely. Come up with recipes that are shelf stable, by and so I don't have to add preservatives to it. It's all natural. That's the kind of thinking that I am going forward right now. Is to think something that's that's healthier. Also, I mean, as far as uh, naturally uh, preserved. And what would your advice be to anyone who runs a works in the food industry or restaurant business who may be thinking about including vegan options or even hesitant about including vegan options in their menu? To me, it, it's it's very simple to to create a vegan options. You know, as long as you change your base of certain things um, and using instead of butter, you use oil and add the more intense flavor of something that you do in the spices blend to just increase the flavor of it. It doesn't compromise anything. So it's easy to bring forward. You know, I, I would recommend, I would encourage more and more restaurants to bring that forward because there's a huge vegan community out there. They would support, actually, what you're bringing forward. So and if, if they're not, if they're hesitant to do it, I would encourage and bring forward at least two or three items that they can they can prepare easily they can be um, bring forward easily with without the other prep and compromise it's doable so at least start slowly and increase your way up from there and it, it it's you know if i can incorporate in my in my cooking and it, it's doable it's absolutely doable and then the, and the community is it's wonderful vegan community they've supported us throughout the years and then i i thank them i thank them i'm i'm, I'm here because so well, for many, as I said, and I do thank them, and thank you. <laughs> well, you're very, very welcome. Um, we're coming up on half hour. I'd like to keep you away from your Sunday afternoon too long, but John, any last questions? You pretty much nailed everything I wanted to talk about, but I, I just, again, thank you so much for being so compassionate and kind to everybody, and just, I, I love what you're doing, and I wish you the best of luck, and I just, you're amazing. <laughs> Well, Jama, thank you. I mean, thank you for bringing out the best in me every time you you visit the restaurant, every time everybody visits the restaurant. So I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And John, I enjoy your pictures. You're a great. I mean, I, I use your pictures to to advertise during vegan nights on my uh, Facebook awesome. page. So thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank, you. <laughs> thank you kindly. Absolutely, thank you kindly. And Hamir, if anyone wants to find you online or order food from your restaurant, how can they do that? Oh, absolutely. Um, our menu is online at hamirs dot com. And also our telephone number is 717-430-417-3. Give us a call. Uh, we're generally closed on Sundays unless we're spe- we have special events or if we're open every now and then. But uh, absolutely, you can look us up on the Facebook under Hamir's Indian Fusion. You can follow us as well for more, more uh, vegan recipes that we bring forward. You can enjoy. Absolutely. And just um, on easy, easy to just use a phone number if you have just... Call us if you, um, instead of online and messaging back and forth, you can do use a messenger. Feel free to give us a call. I'm always in the kitchen. If you have any questions, you know, I'll be more than happy to talk to you. And once everything opens up in a few weeks to months, hopefully, you can stop by on his restaurant at South George Street in York City. Absolutely. Thank you. We'd love to see everyone. Well, thank you again, Hamir. We can't express our gratitude enough. This has been great. And if anyone out there wants to be a guest on the show, you can just send us an email at bekindpodcast at gmail.com or message the Animal Advocates Facebook page or reach out to any of us. But again, Hamir, thank you so much, and um, I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you, gentlemen. My pleasure, and thank you for having me. It means a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Take care.